It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to Sportsbeat KC, the Kansas City Stars daily sports podcast. It's Tuesday, May 9th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. We're talking Chiefs today, or rather, the Chiefs are talking today. A week after the NFL draft, rookies gathered at the team's practice facility for three days of workouts and interviews, and on today's show, you'll hear from the team's top four draft picks. After Andy Reid delivers some opening comments, you'll hear from defensive end Felix and Yudike Uzama, wide receiver Rasheed Rice, offensive tackle Wanya Morris, and defensive back Chamari Connor. I found it all pretty interesting. You know, when we speak to the players moments after they're drafted, they're not exactly in a clear frame of mind, given that their life profoundly changed moments earlier. These interviews happened eight or nine days later, and although, you know, life is still a little bit of a blur, they've had some time to breathe. Okay, let's get started with Andy Reid. All right. As far as injury, you really just Felix. Um, so he had a thumb that he had surgery on, and he, he did a little bit more today than he did yesterday, and we'll just keep gradually bringing him back in. It was good to get these guys in here, you know, the rookies, and gave him a chance. Uh, good tryout camp for a lot of these guys, and I think we'll probably keep a couple of them. So it, uh, it was beneficial. Anyways, for that time, George. Which, uh, in a Short time like this with a lot of these guys, I mean, they know this is maybe not going to be NFL players. What's it take for them to come in here and work hard and give you guys kind of what you need yeah, and what sure. you learn? Especially with the heat we have, right? So uh, the last couple of days have been a blazer out there. And they uh, they work their way through it. I think it's great for them. We take a picture afterwards, and I tell them, when you get chubby like me and your grandkids ask you, did you ever play in the NFL? You go, yeah, here's the picture, here's the proof. So, and, uh, um, you know, it's... A lot of them won't have that opportunity, but they, they had this chance here. Just to clarify on Felix, the, the thumb surgery is before the draft, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was actually before the, the workout that we had, or right before that workout that we had here. Yeah. So uh, he wasn't able to do that either. Any, any idea what timeline for him, like yeah. OTAs? Yeah, we're just we're kind of gradually bringing him back. I mean, today he had his helmet on and did a little bit more. Uh, you know, you'd hope maybe... Uh, Phase three, but you don't know. You know, we'll just see how see how he feels. What have you seen from Rasheed Rice so far? Yeah, um, strong. Kind of things we saw on tape. He's got to make sure he gets his running in. You know, this is a, a that, that position we run like crazy. So we got to get that part of him taken care of. But uh, you can see you can see the strength of in his route running, his ability to work in space. Um, he's got good hands. What's the biggest obstacle for the players when they go from college to pros? Is the playbook, the terminologies, the distractions, the European, what's the biggest challenge? Yeah, probably all of the above. I mean, from getting in a huddle uh, on the offensive side, uh, uh, you know, to these long play calls, to the, the amount of work that you're going to end up getting, the shorter lines. So, um, and 
this is, I mean, the magnitude of it. They're, they're going against really people. They're going against the best player they play every day. Uh, they're going to up their game a bunch. Coach, uh, Jerry Neely was, was back in this camp. What have you seen in him as far as progress year to year? Yeah, you, um, he can kind of do a lot of things for you. So from return game to uh, wide receiver to running back, he worked running back in this camp. Um, and he did wide receiver the latter part of last year. So he's uh, real smart, quick, not the biggest guy. He knows how to play the game. If he's sticking with the running backs, do you think now moving forward? Or? I think right here he will, yeah. Okay. We'll move around too. We have that flexibility to do it. What are, hey, um, <coughs> haven't had a chance to ask you about Donovan Smith since you signed him. Yeah. What did you like about him? What role <coughs> do you see him fill? Yeah, so he's been a left tackle at a high level. I mean, if you look at last year, he was hurt. And then um, the year before that, he was one of the top rated high, you know, left tackles uh, in the league. So. We've got a chance to play against him a couple times. Yeah. I know. See him firsthand there. He's a good football player. He can be with the ones on the left side when you get started? He'll be with the left side, yes. yes. With the ones? Yeah, probably with the ones. Does that mean Jawan is going to be on the right, or are we all still evaluate that? Um, yes, we can move him over to the right. Yeah. Somebody's phone is on the back here. Uh, Deneric Prince, the we running back. More. You got uh, Tulsa. What are your early impressions of him? Of who? The Deneric Prince, 34, the running back you had. Yeah, I like him. I think you're going to grab him right here in about a second. He's coming in. So um, he, he's a good looking kid. Picked things up well. His size, I mean, that's the thing that jumps out at you. Size, strength, he caught the ball well. So we knew he could run it. We'll, we'll see how he does once we get that point. But we've seen that on tapes. Which is less to do with rookie game, but we won't get you for a bit. Isaiah Pacheco, it's, it seems like he had off-season surgery. What, what's his status right yeah, now? He's, again, he's making progress. He, he, um, you know, we'll just see see how he does with it. But, um, I can't even give you a timeline, on it, but he he's, he is doing well. He goes through all the steps out there, the phase two. Okay. So, um, yeah, just you can't get hit on that. Andy, when you go through all your evaluations and process, especially the guys that you have draft picks for, when you see them out there, even though it's a short sample size, is there some times where you're like, oh, man, that's a lot better than what I expected, or like that's about what you thought when you saw the tape, because you never see them until you see yeah. them. Yeah, then you take in consideration it's in shorts. So they, they, you know, they look pretty good, yeah, but you can't hit anybody. <laughs> so it, uh, you're missing that part of the game. But they're... Yeah, I mean, you get that. You got a bird's eye on them, right? Everybody's watching them and seeing how they do. And, uh, and normally, it's normally it's pretty good at this camp. Last Andy, one, last one, Adam. Andy Justin Ross. Um, I, I thought he might be eligible for this camp. Is that not no, right? No, not not eligible. Mm -hmm. Well, Jordan, coach, um, we get to see some of the stuff that happens here on the field, but you guys are watching everything, right? The meeting rooms and how they how they go there. How much? How important is that part of this, what you can see, how they go about doing it the Chiefs way when you're evaluating who's going to kind of hang around? I mean, you look at everything. I mean, these guys are under, under a microscope, so uh, you can't, you, you really can't play at this level if you can't think. And to think, you better study. Uh, very few guys can just look at it and have it. I mean, you got to go over it and over and over it. So we're, we're aware of all that. We're going to keep note of that. You know Felix Anudike Uzama's story. He grew up in Lee's Summit, became the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year at Kansas State, and was the Chiefs' first-round pick, number 31 overall. I enjoyed hearing about his experience at the Chiefs' Super Bowl parade four years ago. 
So what's life like as a Kansas City Chief been the past couple months? Uh, pretty, pretty amazing. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, things start to pick up, and uh, I'm enjoying every bit of every second of it. So. Felix, you told us uh, right after you were drafted that you'd gone down to the draft and no one really knew you the, the, uh, before the draft started. Yeah. You went there the, again the, uh, the second night of the draft. What what was that like for you then, then at the draft the second time? Uh, we had the parade, and I mean, uh, they kind of, what's it called? Um, uh, Clark Hunt basically introduced me to basically the whole crowd, Chiefs Kingdom and stuff like that. So um, that's they basically know me from there. So, yeah. Felix, did you get in? You didn't get invited to the draft? I did not get invited. Obviously, it was you know, a question whether or not you were going to go in the first round when you go to the last pick. Mm-hmm. But if you had known that ahead of time, would you still have gone to the draft, even if you know you, you might not have gone first round? Yeah, I would have still gone to the draft because it's in Kansas City, and that's once-in-a-lifetime experience just to go into green room and everything like that. So I would definitely take that. Um, and my parents would definitely want me to take that uh, opportunity, too. You played at a college program that got a lot of motivation out of being kind of an underdog, right? Mm-hmm. Kansas State, just try try harder sort of place. Yeah, the Chiefs aren't like that. That's you know the reigning Super Bowl champs and all that. Is um, do you come here with the expectation that you guys, are, everybody's coming after you all uh, mm-hmm. to the Chiefs? Is can you transfer? Is the energy transferable from thinking you're an underdog always to being the top dog? Um, still, it's uh, I feel like it's still underdog mentality, like. Um, I heard that there's a lot of uh, rookies that played last year in the Super Bowl, and that's basically they're going against vets and everything like that. And um, same with the K State. There's a lot of guys that are um, underrated that were the walk-ons and they're playing. So I, I feel like the same mentality is still going to be there. Um, so basically, just transferring that to K State to here. Felix, they took the, the the Chiefs PR staff or social media put out a photo of you taking a tour of Arrowhead as a kid. Yeah. Um, can you just explain what? How old you were at the time, what led to the tour, mm-hmm. what the feeling was like then, and obviously sort of reliving it now as a member of the team. Yeah, uh, I was in fifth grade at that time, and it was a pretty nice experience. My mom had, like, uh, somebody gave my mom, like, a tour thing, a uh, ticket to get a, have a tour for the Kansas Chiefs, and uh, me and my brother took it. So me and my brother just went around uh, literally everywhere, got a tour guide with everybody, and it was very eventful, and I was so excited. I wanted to do it again, but obviously my mom couldn't. She uh, she got it a gift, so she couldn't really get it again. But um, it was very eventful, and I I it was breathtaking. Really, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you on that. So, and then coming here just to see that I'm actually playing as Kansas City Chiefs is a dream come true. And um, now that it's a dream, now I'm here. I actually got to put in the work and actually improve myself. So, what impressed you the most about that <clears throat> tour? What do you, what do you remember most about it? Oh, uh, just the history. Um, I I heard uh, this basically the history about Clark Hunt and how he brought Dallas, the Dallas team to Kansas City and how it was two separate leagues and stuff like that. So I remember just uh, learning that history about the tour, about the Kansas City Chiefs. What was as that a moment? fan, what's it been like the last couple of years? What are your impressions of the Chiefs as a fan? Uh, fans, I remember there was rough times the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, we had times that we were like, what's it, one in 10? And then I remember there's a time that we uh, beat the Green Bay Packers when they were very good one year, and that was like our uh, Super Bowl. And I, uh, just going back to those times and then going back to the times when we had got Patrick Mahomes, Alex Smith even, uh, having a winning season and stuff like that. So it was ups and downs. And being a Chiefs fan, it was, it was definitely hard at some times. But um, over these past five years, it was very, um, very exciting to be a Chiefs fan. Considering you, you were, you know, you were our Chiefs fan, um, what was the moment like seeing your jersey and, and putting that on for the first time? Um, it was a dream. It's to, 
sometimes I'll just like think of myself, I'm just like, am I dreaming? So I have to pinch myself to make sure I'm not. But um, but now it's like, now, like I said again, I gotta go to work and I gotta put the work in so I can um, actually, um, I, for me, I still haven't made the team until I put in the work and impress the coaches. So um, at that period, yes, I'm a fan now. It's time to go to work and try to win another Super Bowl. Did you, you attended the, the parade or did you attend either parade, championship parade? Uh, I attended the 2020 parade, yes. What was that experience like? Uh, it was crazy. I remember, uh, I think it was Dar uh, Damian Williams, I forgot his name, Williams. Um, yes. He was going over and I was in the front row and I was trying to get a high five of him and I tried to get a picture of him. I remember just being a fan. <laughs> Went with a couple of uh, friends and uh, I'm friends and family and we came there. We were like camping out, like I think 5.30 in the morning, 4.30, 5.30 in the morning. So it was, it was a crazy experience being a part of that parade. Were you still in high school then? That I was still in high school. I was a senior in high school. Okay. Yeah. Felix, can you just explain the significance of your last name? Uh, my last name? So, um, started off as my dad, my uncle's middle name is NUDK. Okay. So, my dad um, gave me and my siblings the NUDK, but also he gave the um, two, the, my oldest brother and my oldest sister, the Uzama too, which Uzama is his last name. It's supposed to be my last name too. So, um, we kind of implemented that together. So, it made NUDK Uzama. Because that's part of our compound. So, any early so impressions you, you of the, the defense uh, that you've seen so far, and then just have you had any conversation with any other defensive linemen like Chris Jones or George Collins? I have not. I have not had any conversation with them. But um, the defense looks pretty, uh, pretty good. I'm excited to work with both of them too, and I'm excited just to get to work. Felix, uh, you mentioned Deuce was at your draft thing, right? Yeah. Um, were you there whenever he got the call from his, his dad? Um, I was not. I was here visiting the touring okay. uh, with the Chiefs. So I wish I was there. Um, that's my guy. But um, I'm excited to see where he goes. So are you? Are you full go this week with health wise? Mm -hmm. You are you 100 to go and do all the drills and things like that? Yeah. Felix, when you were there, the, the fifth grade trip to the locker room, did that? You recall that planting any kind of seed, like you want to be there? Someday was there anything like that? Or? Yeah, obviously, if you're a Chiefs fan, uh, especially you're a Chief growing up, you always want to be. You always have the dream of playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's every every young boy's dream is to play for the Kansas City Chiefs. So, um, other than that, that's um, I'm happy to be and I'm honored to fulfill that dream that a lot of people around Kansas City, um, Missouri, are um, have a dream of. So, but that day in there, you weren't like picturing yourself in a in a Chiefs outfit. Uh, yeah, it's funny because uh, I was. Big Jamal Charles fan, so um, I remember I had 25 because I wanted to be a run at the time I was a running back at the time, so I wanted to be a running back uh, just like Jamal Charles. So yeah. What is your what, what did your mom think of the the full circle moments? Have you had a chance to talk to her about it? Considering that she gave you that opportunity. Yeah. Um, at the same time, she she always talks about how like blessed she is, and she manifested that too. Um, when I was younger, I think uh, there's a post that um, 2011 when my little league game. Uh, she missed it, but she always she always had high hopes for me and said, "Hey, if if you want to go to NFL, you just got to work hard, and uh, you got to have no mindset of uh, I'm tired or no mindset that oh I can do it a later day. You got to work now." So, you mentioned seeing rookies contribute to winning the Super Bowl. Do you have any specific goals going into your rookie year? Um, obviously, I want, I just to start off now. I just want to um, learn the playbook, and I just want to um, be be basically present and learn from the guys that are already won a Super Bowl. So um, if that and if I have opportunity to play or start anything like that, I'll be gladly appreciated. But as of right now, I want to work on the, learning the playbook and work on um, getting tips from the uh, older guys. Felix, I know you're undersized in high school. At what point did you reach like your optimal playing weight or is that still like a, a process? Um, I 
Well, it's still, it's still a process, but um, at the time I was like 215 um, right out of high school, and then COVID happened, and that's when I started um, working on my body a lot. So and at that time, I think I gained around 40 to 30 pounds, and coming to my freshman year um, as K-State, um, going to K-State. So um, that's basically what happened with me and on that offseason, especially COVID. COVID was a big influence of it too, so yeah. You gained all that in just that one offseason? I did. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Second-round pick Rasheed Rice said he believed there was a good chance he could be drafted by the Chiefs after visiting the team in early April. Here's Rice. Big smile on your face there. How excited are you to start your professional career? Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, I mean, I haven't got to experience, you know, get the full experience yet, but I know I'm in for a lot, to be honest. You mentioned, I'm ready for it. You mentioned you had to call Patrick back. What have the conversations with Patrick been like since you were drafted? Um, just honestly taking a hold of everything, uh, not letting anything overwhelm me, and just kind of you know taking everything day by day so I can learn the plays and stuff like that. I'm sure you're comfortable playing anywhere, but it seems like the Chiefs probably most glaringly have a need for the guy that does a lot of the MD stuff, maybe that exposition. How comfortable are you in that sort of role? Uh, honestly, I think I'm comfortable anywhere on the field to where I can get a mismatch or have the ball in my hands. Caught a lot of contested balls in, in college. Just wonder if you could kind of take me into the psyche that it takes to you know execute those sort of plays. Uh, repetition on just being able to be comfortable catching the ball. Uh, some people are naturally gifted at being able to make those catches. Uh, I just kind of practice it and kind of translate my basketball game from high school into going up top and basically grabbing the rebound. One of those moments came a couple years ago. You just talk about the mentality of the play that you made against, was it La Tech, I think? Didn't you bat a ball uh, yes, in the end zone? Mm-hmm. Um, was that planned? I mean, when you saw the ball go up, you wanted to knock it to a teammate? Uh, so it, that play was planned for me to go top and grab the ball. Uh, I knew that it was basically like a triangle around me, and I knew I had a teammate to my left and to my right. So I kind of just ran across and tried to be the first one up top to smack the ball in the air, knowing that all the def- defensive players would try to go catch the ball instead of smacking it down. So I was a defensive player myself and just made it to my teammate to get my, our own interception. <laughs> you knew he was open. Yeah. yeah. Open. yeah. What have friends maybe told you about making the leap from college ball to, to pro ball and what the biggest adjustment is? Um, really just learning the playbook and, you know, just, I mean, like I said, not letting it overwhelm you because for me in college, it was a lot of, you know, not huddling and getting signals, but here I'm huddling up, running to the line of scrimmage 
and basically having to not overthink, but be ready to, you know, know my assignment, be able to adjust to the defense. Have you had any barbecue yet? <laughs> uh, on my 30 visit, I had a Q39, but I heard this is a great place for barbecue. I'm ready to try it. When I come back, I'm all barbecue. <laughs> Did you get pretty good sense during that visit, you know, back in whether it was March or April, that this could be a landing spot for you? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I kind of felt the relationship me and Coach Embry had, uh, Coach Nagy. I mean, it's just kind of comfortable. And, you know, them being the championship team, I knew I wanted to be able to come, be a part of that. So. What did they say to you then? Uh, I mean, it wasn't so much what they said to me. It was kind of how they treated me and, you know, just kind of made me feel comfortable even though I wasn't a part of the team yet. What are your early impressions of just uh, the route trees and everything that comes along? And is there any similarities you see between what you did at SMU and now here? Uh, there's a lot of similarities. Yes, um, just different wording. I'll be, I call you know certain words like a hitch. It's a different call over here. So you know when I when I tell coach you know it's a hitch route, he be like, you got to learn that terminology because that's not what we call it. So I'm just really learning how to understand and be able to communicate with my coach. How much did the injury impact you? Not sure. Um, it didn't. I mean, it impacted me in a way that I could have been a lot more explosive. But uh, just me being mentally tough, and you know, knowing that I had a lot of people, you know, behind me, and I mean, it's kind of just keep pushing through. I uh, had a great season. Is, is the hope you'll be even better this year because that's kind of behind you? That's what I'm saying. A hundred percent. Chiefs talked a lot about just your ability after the catch. Just wondered if you could kind of take us through the, just the pride you take and creating stuff after you get the ball. Uh, I take a lot of pride in that just because uh, some other people can't do it. Uh, it's like small receivers can, uh, big, some big receivers can't, and I feel like just kind of being a bigger body and being able to do that, have athleticism, I just take a lot of pride in that. Wanya Morris, selected in the third round, is reunited with his former Tennessee teammate, Trey Smith. Morris transferred to Oklahoma, where guard Creed Humphrey played. Morris talks about those friendships and more. Let's hear from Morris. Well, Wanya, has it hit you that you're a Kansas City Chiefs yet, getting the number and the helmet and everything? Man, definitely has. It's definitely a process, man, but it's a blessing at the same time. But, you know, you just can't forget the main thing, keep the main thing, the main thing, and guard and work. That's what I came here for. What's the past week or so been like? Really? What have you been trying to get in order? Like, what's, what's last week been like? Uh, let's make sure I'm in shape. Because, <laughs> you know, uh, they run a fast-paced offense. And well, we now, uh, we run a fast-paced offense. And, you know, you got to make sure you keep up with your fit. So I just make sure I stay in shape. Who from currently on the roster have you been in touch with at all? Uh, you know, I played next to Trey. So yeah. Trey was one of the first people I talked to after my, uh, I got the call. So we've been talking a whole lot. Me and Jerome, he's here at Sign, Sign Free Agent. And Creed also, so me and Creed man, chopping it up a lot. What advice do they have for you? Uh, just come in, don't expect anything, ready to work and condition. So that's what I've been doing running. I've been doing a lot of running. What's your first impression of uh, the playbook so far? Uh, you know, I played in a lot of different offices, and you know, it's just it's just another thing to learn. Um, just try and be relatable, related to other things that you know, and then you can catch on faster. So. What were the initial conversations with Trey like at, on draft night, and, and just follow immediately following the draft? Uh. Just talking about how things came full circle, uh, just how we blessed to be in this opportunity, playing next to each other again. If we got if I get the opportunity, and just being a, being able to just have fun again and play ball together. Since you were drafted, the Chiefs signed Donovan Smith. Obviously, did they tell you that was coming, or was that kind of a surprise to you when it happened? Um, I, I didn't have no idea. You know, I'm just focused on the main thing. My main thing is getting in here, learning the playbook, and doing what I got to do. 
One year, why, uh, why 64? You had the same number in college, but, but why is that numbers? Uh, what does that mean? What does that number mean to you? Six foot four equals 10, number 10. I'm still the one out of 10. <laughs> I had it since high school, so I really just stuck with it. Uh, my freshman year, I got moved up to varsity, and that's the number I chose, and I just stuck with it. It stuck with me. How much of Alex did, or Felix did you see in that game? Uh, versus Kansas State? Yeah. Uh, pretty much, but a lot. But like he he was on the left side the majority of the time, because uh, I think he was like we him to the the boundary line. He was like a field player, so that was definitely a player. Really. You mentioned fast pace. Oklahoma's known for doing a little fast pace too. But so is there any similarities there from that pace that you're trying to say you're getting in shape for when it comes to this? Uh, definitely similarities, but you know the difference here we get in the huddle, so we don't have to worry about like running to the line. That's the different thing, but we cover it the same way. So I try to use those same things that I did at Oklahoma to uh, move it over here to Kansas City. Well, and you got a bit of an unusual first name. Is there a story behind that? <laughs> uh, you know, as, as if you didn't know, I was named after the dude from Boys to Men. Yeah. So my aunt thought it would be pretty cool if I got his his first name because I almost have his full initials. My name is Wanye Jacquez Kishan. His Wanye uh, Jermaine. So it was pretty. It was just pretty cool. That's all it was. Awesome. Awesome. We got any more? Just, just I was just asking about that. That's rather a bold tattoo on your right arm. I just wonder what what, what that's all about. Oh uh, my God, Mom always called me a big grizzly bear, and my mom was told always told me I was a born king. So I got born king on there, and a grizzly bear with the, the crown on it. The, the little scripture or something under here? Oh, it's one of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite shows, actually. It stuck with me. Some people think to be strongest never feel pain. In reality, the strongest people are who feel it, understand it, and accept it. Yep. What is the show? Uh, Naruto. It's anime. Anime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You learn th everything. You learn things from everywhere. One last thing. Did I read that you learned, you self-taught play the piano? Yeah, I'm teaching myself how to play piano. Yeah. When I move up here, I bring my keyboard with me and everything. Yeah. Where did that interest come from? Uh, just, I always wanted to play piano at my wedding, when I had a wedding. So that's where that inspiration came from. Okay. Fourth round selection, Shamari Connor said he's up for playing all the special teams the Chiefs want to put him on. After all, he played at Virginia Tech, where special teams are among the nation's best. Here is Connor. Shamari, have they, have they told you a specific spot that they want to start you for like this type of camp? Uh, I think I'm pretty much going to be moving around a little bit, but, you know, the different safety spots, uh, I think it's really interchangeable. I'm just going to be kind of moving around. What's the initial feeling, like, get the jersey, get the helmet, and knowing that you're about to start your professional career? Uh, it feels great. You know, I'm blessed with this opportunity. I'm just taking it all in and just putting my best foot forward every time I step on the field, every time I step in the meeting room. Is there anybody you've met so far that's also a member of the secondary that uh, has been here that maybe has told you things about Kansas City or just the program in general? Uh, no, I haven't really met anybody that that um, already been here. It's really just the new rookies, and I just been around the new guys, Nate Jones and the, the other guys that that's the rookies. What's the feel? What's the feel between y'all so far? Are y'all getting together, so like in playbook and things like that? Yeah, we've been. You know, we're roommates now, so we've been together. Talking, talking to each other, um, you know, just bouncing ideas off each other, bouncing questions off each other, and just getting acquainted with the playbook. Is, is learning that uh, coming naturally so far? Yeah, it's coming naturally. It's a, Wait, you, you, go ahead. Um, what do you feel like is 
been most surprising to you since you got drafted? You know, it's been about a week now. Um, has anything jumped out to you between then and now? Um, not really. I say everything. Everything kind of been going how, how I imagined it to go. So I say everything's been going pretty smooth. What What did you hear about from the Chiefs before the draft? What did you hear from them? Did they show a lot of interest in you? Oh uh, yeah, they showed some interest. Not really. You know, I didn't. I didn't really know that it was that interested in me. So it was kind of surprising when it happened. Right. Um, you went to a high school that produced a lot of NFL. I think you played with a lot of NFL guys who ended up in the NFL. Do you ever – you counted – I'm trying to get a count of them. Something like five or six guys. Would that be accurate? Um, I'd say probably, probably, like a couple, probably like eight guys that not everybody is stuck in the NFL. You know, right. guys came back out a couple of years and took some years off. But I'd say about eight. Over the course of your high school career, yes, you ended up playing with buddies. From like my freshman year, the guys that was already seniors, all those older guys. Right. Yeah. Okay. Would, when you were recruit, were you, how would, how did your recruiting go? Were you? Um, uh, I think you were. I think rivals had you at a three star or something. But how, how did your recruiting go? Oh, um, my recruiting went well. Rivals had me at a three. I think ESPN had me at a four star. Um, I had a, I had a lot of nice offers, so I think my recruiting went pretty well. What does it do for you now to know you've played with that many guys that that did get at least get to the NFL? I mean, how, how does that help your confidence or sense of place being here now? I mean, it helped me a lot, you know. And I can I always go back and talk to those guys, ask them questions um, about their time in the league and things that they would have changed or things that you know that they um, would have changed when they first came in or would have did different. So I can always come to those guys to pick up the phone and. Does, does it also give you more of a sense of, well, of course, I belong, that kind of thing, that knowing you've been among so many people that were able yes, to be here? Yes, sir. I, I always felt like I belong. I always felt like I was going to be here one day. I just had to be patient and take my time. Shamari, everybody wants to get taken in the draft, but does it mean anything to you that the Chiefs traded up to, to select you? Yes, sir. It meant so much. When they, when, I, when they told me that they traded up, you know, that just – put extra, uh, extra bonus on it because, you know, they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to trade up to get me. So it was it definitely put a, put a, uh, a extra bonus on it. How, how did that, the sequence of that go? Did you get the call before they traded up or were you watching and saw they traded up and then you learned it's for you? Uh, actually, I was watching. I don't think that um, I seen them trade up yet. They called me and told me that they traded up. Then I was like, okay, they traded up for me and we just started talking on the phone. How closely were you watching the, the TV at that time? Um, I actually had I was I was watching the whole time. I actually had just went outside because my friend had just came to um to where I was at. So I had just went outside to sh um show him where to park at. Then I got the call as soon as I stepped out the door. How, how do you feel about special teams? Uh, I'm big on special teams. I've always been big on special teams. Coming from Virginia Tech, is something that we emphasize. Every day, day in, day out, we know it's a big part of the game. So, I've always been locked in on special teams. Other than being a good athlete and, and working at it, what's the key to being a, a good special teams player? Is there anything? Um, I say learning your your role, um, always knowing your job, what, what you're supposed to be doing, and just knowing how to play off guys, knowing what the other guys on the field are supposed to be doing. So. I say just learn how to play off guys. 
We'll do a couple more. Can you uh, give us some of the names of some of those guys that you talked with from high school that talk, 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 told you about the league? Um, yeah, Sean Wade, he went to Ohio State a couple years ago. One of my close friends, we were just talking um, a couple days ago. I was asking him about how his rookie minicamp went. Um, I say Andre Smith, he was at North Carolina a couple years ago. I think he's with the Titans now. I was talking to him. Um, you know, he over the years, he always been talking to me, just letting me know if you got any questions, just talk to him. Isaiah Ford, he with the Dolphins now. He went to my high school as well. I always talk to Isaiah. Isaiah went to Virginia Tech too, so I always had that connection with Isaiah. Um, Kevin Tolliver, it's a couple more guys. All those guys, is, I can always go, go back and talk to those guys. Last one. Do you have a favorite special teams play from Virginia Tech? Um, one play? Yeah, that, that you had. Um, I say, I think 2021, I blocked the field goal, and one of our cornerbacks, he scooped it up and took it all the way back. That'll do it for today. Thanks to Randy Mason for producing the show and to our Sportsbeat Casey staff of Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, and Scott Chasen. Morning Sports Edition, the nation's best digital sports page, 30 pages today loaded with NBA and NHL playoffs, the Royals' victory over the White Sox last night, and so much more. Check it out at liveedition.kansascity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with another Sportsbeat KC where we talk sports in Kansas City every day.